This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to Why I'm Voting, a production of iHeartRadio. Listen, you already know this, but it's an election year. You might already be tired of hearing about it, but here's the thing. Democracy doesn't work without you. I'm Holly Fry, and I'm sitting down with many of my fellow podcasters from Will Ferrell to Stephanie Rule, as well as other luminaries, to find out about their relationships with the ballot box, and ultimately, just to find out why they vote. I hope you're exercising your right to vote. And if you're not, I hope that their stories inspire you. Today, I am a very lucky person because I am joined by Tom Colicchio, who you know, he is a chef and a TV personality. You have seen him on shows like Top Chef. And he is also currently hosting a podcast called Citizen Chef, which deals with food and where it comes from, the politics that shape that entire system. So he is an absolutely perfect guest to join us on Why I'm Voting. Tom, thank you so much for being here. Sure. Thank you. My first question out of the gate is, do you recall when probably as a kid you realized that the job of government was something that also included a responsibility for you as a citizen? Absolutely. My father um, was a, a union organizer. Um, he was the president of his, his PBA. He was a, a corrections officer in a county jail, and he was the president of his PBA. Um, I remember him campaigning for people who were running for sheriff's department, mayoral races uh, in Elizabeth, New Jersey, where I grew up. And so he was very active in, in organizing around politics. And so at, at a very young age, I sort of was taught that that voting was important. And so uh, 
My first election uh, was 1980. I remember my father watched a lot of news and I remember sitting there watching the news and Reagan was on and I said, well, this guy sounds okay. And my father just kind of snapped. My father never snapped. He was like, <laughs> don't you go for this. This is your first election. We're Democrats. We don't, you know, we're not going to vote for this guy. And um, <laughs> so uh, that, that was, uh, that, that memory is seared into my brain. Um, I, I think right now in our house, and I have two non-voting children that are nine and 10, soon to be 11 and a 27 year old. And, and they're pretty clear where we stand. <laughs> I love it. Indoctrination from the beginning, you have to vote. So does that mean that you were registered right away as soon as you could be at 18? Yes, I think I I voted in that election and I've been voting ever since. I don't think I've missed an election. Now, I may have missed some primaries along the way, although I don't miss them anymore. I may have missed some, you know, other local votes and stuff, but I, I don't anymore. In fact, I actually changed my, my registration address. I have a, I live in Brooklyn, but I also have a house in Mattituck, New York, and a small little town out in Long Island. And so I actually changed my registration to out here where my vote counts a little more than in Brooklyn. <laughs> I love it. You mentioned that you definitely keep up with local elections, and particularly because of the nature of the show that you're working on, I imagine some of those offices are extremely impactful from your point of view in terms of like the food supply. Sure. What do you do to research those people and make sure that the the candidates that you want to vote for are upholding the ideals that you want to share and keep going in the, the government? Well, I, I ask the questions, but even for even for those that I don't vote on, for those that I support, I mean, Antonio Delgado um, was running uh, in New York, I think it was 21, not, it wasn't 21, 19, maybe in upstate New York. And I was at a fundraiser for, for him and I asked those questions and I, I didn't know him at the time. And, you know, the one question I asked him was, was uh, what committees would he like to be on? And he actually mentioned ag. And I said, so why ag? He, you know, gave me a great answer. So it's, it's not just researching the people that I can vote for, um, but it's also researching people that I'll support, either with just social media support or with um, uh, financial support as well. So I, I think, uh, you know, for me, uh, it's, it's, it's important to know where they stand. When there's an election coming up where maybe people think that the outcome is a foregone conclusion, why would you say it's still important to vote in those? Oh, it's not a foregone conclusion. Uh, nothing is. Listen, this race is going to tighten up like most races do. I think at this stage of the game, Dukakis was up by like 14, 15 points. Um, so uh, it's it's never over till it's over. Although the national polls were dead on in the last presidential election. Um, most people don't seem to, to realize that. The national polls were dead on. Um, some of those state by state polls can change pretty quickly. Um, and we saw that, you know, in some cases, uh, 40,000 votes made a difference. I think a total of 70,000 votes made a difference. And so, yeah, votes are, are, are important. And, you know, staying home and not voting is essentially the same thing as voting for uh, the other candidates. So, you know, if you're a Democrat and you just were a Bernie Sanders supporter and you decide that, well, you know, he didn't, he didn't get in, so I'm just going to protest that, you're voting for Trump. There's, there's no doubt about that. And so this election, you, we, no one can stay home and we need to get people out. You know, right now, I, I would say not only do you need to register, you need to register to vote um, via mail right now if you can. Now, prior to this unique moment in time where we are all theoretically staying home as much as possible, 
Did you tend to vote on election day? Were you an early voter? Did you already do mail-in? What was your usual setup? I used to vote day of. Nowadays, I'm voting early. You know, up until this past midterm, New York didn't have early voting. So I couldn't vote early. When I first started voting, I voted in New Jersey, um, where I grew up. But uh, I would vote the day of. But now, last election, I voted early. And I think some of the local elections, I actually voted by mail. When, Since you vote usually ahead of time, I'm wondering if on election day, you have any rituals as you watch the poll numbers come in as you... Do you do that with friends? Do you like to be alone? Do you wear lucky socks? What is election day like for you? I don't wear lucky socks. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it, I don't have a ritual, although I do watch it religiously. Last presidential election, I actually spent at the Javits Center. I was kind of in an inner circle. Of, I was a surrogate for the campaign. I know for both of um, the elections, presidential elections prior to that, I actually watched them in my restaurant and had a group of people, and that was really exciting. But no, I I, I don't. But I'm typically uh, glued to MSNBC watching the election returns. So you mentioned that you have two kids that are not yet voting age. If they start to get up towards 18, or even if they have passed that age and they're a little bit cavalier or maybe lackadaisical and not all that interested in using their voice to vote, what would you tell them to make sure they get their butts to the polls? It's a hypothetical that I hope I don't have to, to, to deal with because I, I, I believe that, I mean, again, we are we have these conversations about the importance of voting. Um, my wife especially, she believes in being very direct and having these conversations at a very young age. And so uh, our children know where we stand. They know the importance of voting, uh, something that we talk about. So I'm, I'm hoping when they're 18 that they're going to be, you know, chomping at the bit to sign up. Um, and if they don't, I'll I will drag them down there and make them sign up. <laughs> My eldest son, same thing. When he was 18, he signed up and he's very active and, and uh, follows the issues pretty closely. So listen, I think if you grow up in a household that, that cares about the process and, and we don't take a cynical approach that it's all BS, um, I actually you know, happen to know a lot of politicians and, and most that I know are there for the right reasons and on both sides of the aisle. They're, they are there for the right reasons. They are there because they do care about the process. They care about helping people. Most are there because they're there because they want to they do some good in the world. If only we could get you to drag everybody who doesn't want to use their right to vote to the polls or uh, to get their, their registration done. I hope that that makes very clear to anyone listening who is maybe on the fence about doing their civic duty, that it is that important that Tom Colicchio would drag them to the polls. It's, it's great to be patriotic on, on, you know, Labor Day and Fourth of July and, and all that stuff and to, you know, put the flag out and to, you know, do whatever you do to celebrate that and feel good. But, but really, the, the most patriotic thing that you can do is vote. You know, it's really special. And when you see elections, whether they're happening in places like uh, Iran and even in Iraq where people go and, and are really, you know, putting their, their lives at risk for actually voting at times. It's important when you look at, at what the suffragettes had to go through to actually get the right for, for women to vote. And then you're just going to kind of ignore that and go, eh, well, it's not that important or it really doesn't matter. You know, I, I, I think that, that you're, you're, you're not quite understanding what, what it takes to, you know, what it means to be an American. And that's what it means. And, and I would go a step further. I would say, you know, before voting, get out there and go to a rally, go to a, you know, if you get invited to a fundraiser, you don't have to spend money, but you can go and listen to someone. I want to hear what a candidate has to say. You know, the process of watching someone run, uh, watching someone raise money, watching someone get out there and put themselves out there is kind of, you know, really humbling. 
not only getting out and voting, I think, is really important, but really in getting informed. And right now, we, with social media, it's very easy. If there's someone that, that you want to follow, uh, you can amplify their voice by retweeting. You can engage um, with them as well if you want. Being active in, in the process, not being active in politics, but being active in the process is, is our duty, and, and uh, that's, that's why I vote. I love it. Thank you so much, Tom, for taking this time with us today. If anybody wants to follow you, where should they do that? Uh, they could follow me at Twitter. I think at Tom Colicchio or T. Colicchio, uh, also on Instagram. And you can also subscribe to Citizen Chef Podcast at iHeartRadio. I hope everyone does, because it's a really good show. Tom, thank you again so much. Sure. Thank you. Hey, are you not registered to vote yet, but you think it's something you want to do? You may still have time. Voter registration deadlines vary by state, so to find out the scoop for where you are, check out a nonpartisan registration voting site like headcount.org or fairvote.org. Why I'm Voting is an iHeartRadio production. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you listen to your favorite shows.